the nchc.tv studios this is the american collegiate hockey top 20 podcast brought to you by liberty university bring your faith and your game to the premier acha m1 program on the east coast see us at liberty.edu behind the mask and behind the mask.com your hockey superstore with three valley locations and across the country at BehindTheMask.com. Indiana Tech University. For tickets and schedule information for the two-time ACHA National Champions, go to IndianaTechWarriors.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson for lunch or catering your next office party. We are the best to barbecue Las Vegas style. University of Georgia Hockey. Power school athletic traditions, college town atmosphere, and the building of a program like no other at UGAHockey.com. College Hockey, Inc., growing the game at the college level and beyond. Adrian College, championship hockey culture and a nationally rated small private school education at AdrianBulldogs.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, with Caesars Rewards members can enjoy rates as low as $10 a room. Maryville University, the big city style of St. Louis, and a small school education. For more information, visit us at MaryvilleSaints.com or at Maryville.edu. Jets Pizza. Go to JetsPizza.com to find the location near you. University of Mary Hockey. Top flight hockey, intense rivalries, and championship aspirations. Schedule and ticket information at GoYouMary.com. The Caesars Sportsbook app. The only app that lets you earn Caesars rewards, but please play responsibly. By FedEx, the official shipping company of Ice Time Hockey West. The American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 podcast is a part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Stephen Marsh. Well, welcome in anybody that might be listening to us today on the Podbean app a little bit earlier than normal as uh, we do the American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 podcast. that uh, It's a few hours early, but that's for good reason. Scott Strandy with you today in Temecula, California, where things are beautiful, sunshiny, nice. Um, I do that just to irritate the people in the Midwest and the East who are suffering from some really bad weather. And I don't do that on purpose, but what the heck? It is what it is. It's hockey weather. My co-host is always joining me from that vibrant city, Championship City of Las Vegas, Nevada. Stephen Marsh. Stephen, how are you today? And are you ready to go a little early and talk some Georgia Ice Dogs hockey? Yeah, you, you, you might want to change that Championship City to Injured City because of all the injuries that are <laughs> happening here with that championship. Oh, team. wah, wah. <laughs> you know, you got so many people playing tiny violins for you. You know it. You're still oh, in the playoff hunt. You're still the defending champions. Everybody has injuries. I get it, but everything, yeah. everything will be fine. Come come first game of the playoffs, just like it was last year. <laughs> yeah, but they probably got forty players ready to go that are on injured reserve. <laughs> Could be, but it's been but it's been nice for the Henderson guys to get up and get a chance. But that's for a different show. But yes, uh, excited to talk some Georgia hockey. It was kind of a, a pro hockey connection because we're going to talk with uh, Georgia hockey. We're going to talk with uh, with remind me his name. Uh, John Camp, head coach. Camp, yes, Campy as they call him, and they played the Savannah Hockey um, Classic or whatever that I think it's called. What am I got that correct here? The yeah, Savannah and Hockey Classic, Savannah correct? Savannah Hockey Classic, which was played in Savannah at the Emirates Center, which is the home of the Savannah Ghost Pirates. Also, was the home of the ECHL All Star Classic just a couple of days ago. It's also which, of course. The Savannah Ghost Pirates is the ECHL field of the Vegas Gold Knights. So that's the tie in there. That's We're going to tie that all back together there. So, <laughs> Yep, that's- absolutely. Well, and if you want to tie everything back together, God willing, I am going to make it from Temecula to Coachella Valley after the show and get there for the Henderson Silver Knights and the Coachella Valley Firebirds. You might want to leave now. I hear traffic can be bad in California. Oh, goodness. I'm telling you. the It's 15... a 7 p.m. puck drop tonight, though, so you got a little bit of extra time, and that means you got still 6 p.m. to get the media meal, so hopefully you can. No, I'm not going to make it by 6. Not a chance. It's 91 miles under good conditions, so uh, it's we not happening. We need to get you a private helicopter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, like hopefully the weather – hopefully the don't fly when there's clouds in the sky because we know what can happen when that happens. But if it's a sunny day, get your private helicopter and you'll fly right there to to uh, Akashur Arena and you'll be there in plenty of time. 
Absolutely. Well, one thing we do know before we bring on the coach, we're going to have him on here in about 15 minutes or so, is uh, we want to talk a little bit about the uh, latest polls because one of the teams that caught my eye right as soon as I opened the, the poll today was the uh, Maryville Saints. They've moved up again. They're now number six in the country. And goodness gracious, John Hogan has got those boys playing some really good hockey headed down the stretch. And I mean, down the stretch, they're going to have some home games, but it is going to be crazy in Maryville uh, with the quality teams that are coming into play as they prepare for the national tournament. Um, partially it, played in their own building. <laughs> is, it, is it possible that they could end up in the top four? It's, it's possible. I don't think probable, but I think possible. Um, so, yeah, I, I totally agree with you on that. I think that there's is. Six, there's six right now. Right. And I'm gonna look. I'm gonna pull up. I know we're gonna get to them in a second here, but you look at the, the the full rankings, which are on the ACHA Men's D1 X account, uh, on social media there, and and it breaks it down with the averages and everything. And you look at Maryville is it is it number six right now with an average because they averaged the two the two polls, uh, at the seven, and UNLV is at five, and then Jamestown's a three and a half average. So that's basically uh, a two average, um. And they've got some other teams that are right there with them at seven, so it's 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 a close it's a close gap uh, between that and then UNLV. You know they continue to do well. They're going to have some big games coming up, and so there's a potential for them to either help themselves out or drop as well if Maryville can continue to win because UNLV will host Central Oklahoma, who's ahead of them. So some top teams are going to play each other here. So there is a chance for one team to knock knock another team out if that makes an impact, or if the teams are close and they split or whatever. Uh, maybe well, that's a chance for Maryville to jump in there. Let me tell you something. Let me give you the rankings, and I'm going to do something a little differently today. I'm going to give you the rankings of the top 10 teams, and then I'm going to give you the conference or non-conference that they play in. Uh, Minot State, number one, is an independent. Adrian, number two, is in the GLCHL. Central Oklahoma, the WCHL, is number three. Jamestown in the MCH is four. UNLV is fifth at WCHL conference. Then six, seven, eight are Maryville, Ohio, and Liberty, all independents, followed by Niagara of the ECHL and U Mary of the MCH. Uh, a nice con cross conference. Uh, what am I thinking about? <laughs> a nice look cr across the conferences, but there's one, two, three, four independents in the top ten. What does that tell you, Stephen Marshall, when you look at the top ten teams? in the rankings right now, ranking number 11 in the ACHA M1. There's, there's, there's an alphabet soup there that you just <laughs> went through there. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and there'll be a test later, so I hope you got them all. Okay. I'll, hopefully I took some good notes. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, it just shows that the independent teams are, are very solid, but we, we have some good solid teams. I mean, Maryville – I think was in a conference and then they're they're independent, but I believe they're going to be joining a conference here in a couple of in a season or two. So uh, they will won't be independent long. Ohio uh, Liberty, of course, has been independent, and they like being independent. Uh, Minot State, of course, is an is an independent team, and they're they're really good. But I mean, we, I mean, the WCHL always has a good uh, reputation of having some top teams. That's a very strong conference. I mean, we'll give we'll go full down, but. You look at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight of the ten teams in the WCHL are in the top twenty-five. So I mean, that's that's pretty impressive. If, if there wasn't any, if there wasn't any auto bids to knock the, some of these teams out, because you look at the field, going to be at twenty-four teams, and and we're looking at the top twenty-four. If you, you know, there's going to be a few auto bids that'll knock twenty-three or twenty-four out, and the, the, those teams will. But if we were just purely looking at top 24 teams get in, throw out all that other stuff, eight of the 10 teams in the WCHL would be in the national tournament because you have uh, Colorado State's hanging on at 24, Colorado, which is much improved. I mean, they've, they, they're they probably the, one of the stories of the year is how improved Colorado is this year with a new coach and what they've got going on there. And Oklahoma, too, has been well improved. You know, they were one of the bottom feeders for, for a while there, and uh, and now they, uh, they're – they're in the mix there in the top 25, so they're much improved. And then, yeah, Missouri State's at 18. They were kind of on the outside looking in last year, and, and Utah's moved up quite a bit. I know we were going to get to more of it later, but Utah's at 13 now. I mean, Utah's really jumped up. So 
Eight of and the ten one, teams right now are in the mix in the WCHL, which is which is great for that conference. But the independents are strong too. I mean, three of the or four, and I don't know how many independent teams there are overall in the ACHA, but four independent teams in the top ten. That's pretty good too. Okay, I want to ask you this: How does Michigan Dearborn, at fifteen four and one, not rank last week, and rank twenty fifth? Um, this year, Michigan Dearborn. I mean, come on. I mean, that's Chris Haltner's team. What, what, what's going on here? Is that a misprint or what? I mean, how do you be 15, four and one and 25th? And like, I don't care who you play. Well, you still got 15 wins. Well, in Colorado too. I mean, they were not ranked this last week and we just talked about how good that conference is, but seven and seven and two, I think they, they had, a, I think they, they, I think what helped them, although it goes on, ends up going down as a tie, I think, but they had a couple of, uh, I think it was Central Oklahoma that they, they had a couple of overtime losses too, or maybe that was Colorado State. One of the Colorado schools um, had a couple of ties or a couple of overtime losses to Central Oklahoma, so that may have helped them. But Colorado seven seven and two, and they're and they're twenty third. So I mean that's I mean, and Michigan Dearborn is fifteen four and one, and they're not ahead of them or not ahead of Oklahoma or or Iowa State, who's you know has only played ten, has a six and four record, and they're in the, in the top twenty five. So. Well, well, what about, and I'm not picking on these teams, I'm just throwing them out there, but Missouri State, 9, 10, and 2 is 18. They're seven spots ahead. And they moved up a spot from last week. Last week they were 19, and this week they're 18. (laughs) And Arizona is uh, at 8, 8, and 1, and we know Chad Berman's team will play some more games, a bunch of games down the stretch, but they're 8, 8, and 1, holding down number 15, but Michigan-Dearborn is – 10 spots blind. And I, I don't know. I, I'm totally confused now. I was, I was all set to just give the computer its due and, and not, not get crazy. And then all of a sudden I see this. Now I'm starting to get my blood boiling again a little bit because it looks odd. No doubt it looks strange. And there has to be something to it. I'm just not sure what it is. Anyway. Well, I, well, I, don't, know. I don't know what the resolution. Last week they were 26 and this week they're 25. So they moved up one spot. Uh, in one of the one of the computer polls, they're twenty, and the other one they're thirty-one. So you average that together, that gives them their their number at twenty-five point five. So that's a half a point ahead of, of Westchester, who's twenty-six, and he got a point below Colorado State and Colorado for twenty-three and twenty-four. So um, so that's that's not too bad, but you know you get to a point, a couple points. We talk about averages and stuff; it it can be kind of significant so oh, I, I get that and i get the computer is going to do what the computer does i'm just telling you my eyeballs looking at it go like oh my god these are still your old eyeballs right these aren't your new eyeballs yes here, right? no they aren't the new ones yet but <laughs> 15, imagine when you get new eyeballs one, what, what, what they're going to be telling you <laughs> let, let me think there's one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve 12 teams with worse records ahead of Michigan Dearborn and Chris Haltner's team. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I don't ever will. I don't think I ever will. So I don't even want to go back and look at the the strength of the teams that they've played. And I don't know that WHAC conference, if that's a, if that's a strong conference or, or not. I know. You're, you're trying well, to Indiana Tech it. is in that you're conference. They're 19. So that's good, but uh, you know, but You're yeah, I don't. To I, it, but well, I don't, I we, can just, we don't have enough information. I, I, you, they're you know, a better we, team than twenty fifth. I can guarantee you that. Okay, I want to yeah, take a quick it's break. Not, again. It's not all about. It's not, you. You probably have this battle with with the uh, you know with the NCAA and and how those, those polls are done. And oh and, yeah, do you uh, want to know? You know, Paul does it, his it, super sixteen, and then it it's di- you know it's a different t- perspective than what the what the polls show and stuff. So it's. It's all subje- a lot of it's sub- subjectivity, but some of it's also, um, you know, especially at the ACHA that, level where it's it's hard because there's so many teams and it's hard to have keep track of everything. And so I get it, and I understand there's going to be that, but I just doesn't can't mean we can't talk about it and debate it and stuff like that. I think that's what makes yeah, these sort of how, things fun. How can you have it such a discrepancy? How can you have eleven teams with a worse record better than the twenty fifth ranked team? It that that doesn't compute to me. Because oh, I like what you did there. Compute, yes. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> on the NCAA side, and I, I don't want to get into this. We got to take a quick break before we bring Coach on because he's got practice tonight. So um, we're uh, we're going to take a quick break in just a second. But um, anyway, Arizona State is has the second most wins of any team in college hockey. All sixty four. They have the second most wins 
and they're rated ranked 17th in the pairwise right now. But what's the strength of their their games and the and the wins that they've had compared to some other schools? Well, they play maybe because they're not they and they're not in a, and they're, they're, and they're not in a conference. Colorado. They're still independent. They're not in the NCHC yet, so they're still an independent school. Does that that factors in too, right? I know it probably well, shouldn't. It's probably what you're going to say, but that does factor in, right? Well, of course. And the pairwise is is based to uh, reward away, uh, away wins and take away from home wins. And it's not Arizona State's fault that they're finally getting a lot of home games. They spent a lot of time on the road the past five, six years. Now they're getting home games and they're getting punished for it. It's not. It's not fair. the uh, The quality of play is so, so good. Getting, so they're getting a lot of wins at home, but they're not getting a big credit for that, as opposed to right. You don't have a, you don't have these road wins yes. where you were you were going to get a lot of win credit if right. you got a road win. But the quality of play right now is such that. A road win and a home win, there's really no no difference in, in a lot of people's minds. So, anyway, let's take this quick break. Let's come back and get uh, the head coach from Georgia, John Camp, on with us in just a couple of minutes. Championship pedigree, world-class coaching, first-class facilities are all a part of the ACHA experience at Adrian College. Bulldogs look to raise their third national championship banner in the last five years at Arrington Ice Arena, one of the best facilities in all college hockey. Get a big school hockey feel with all of the educational advantages of a private education. For more information, go to adrianbulldogs.com or adrian.edu. The University of Arizona Wildcats return to the Tucson Arena September 29th. Join the tradition and become a part of the legacy of hockey in the old Pueblo. Cheer on your five-time Cactus Cup champions as the Wildcats pursue a national championship after a promising off-season of key roster additions. Visit ArizonaWildcatHockey.org for schedule and ticket information and follow us on social media. Bear down and rise up. Looking to find the right place to fit your academic needs with a chance to play championship-level college hockey? Then Indiana Tech could just be that place. In less than a decade, the Warriors have played for two national championships, appeared in the last four national tournaments, and won six regular season and conference tournaments. Off the ice, majors in not just the tech fields, but communications, criminal justice, and more can get your career off to that same kind of championship start. For more information, visit us online at indianatechwarriors.com or at indianatech.edu. Looking to extend your hockey career at a high level? Then the University of Georgia could be the place for you. Ice Dogs Hockey is an NCAA-style experience and championship culture combined with classic rivalries, big-time athletics, and an elite academic institution. Go to ugahockey.com to start your journey and see if you can continue to help build a limitless future ahead for University of Georgia Hockey. Looking for a small campus setting with a big campus varsity hockey program? Located in the heart of the Ozarks, Springfield, Missouri, Drury University Hockey is the new game in town. The beautiful Jordan Valley Ice Park, located less than a mile from the Drury campus, is the home of Panthers Hockey, including a newly renovated full-time locker room space. Drury University offers over 80 undergraduate majors and programs and nine graduate programs with an average class size of just 19 students. Go beyond and become a part of a bright future for Drury Panthers Hockey. Visit drurypanthers.com and drury.edu for more information. Welcome back to another segment of ITHSW Podcast's American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 Podcast. Indeed it is the American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 Podcast. Scott Strandy with you in beautiful Temecula, California today. And my co-host as always, Stephen Marsh, joining me from that big, beautiful, beautiful, vibrant championship city, injured city, if you will, of Las Vegas, Nevada. And I keep telling you, nobody is going to give you any sympathy whatsoever. Nope. With None a whatsoever. Stanley Cup okay. and some rings on their fingers. <laughs> exactly. 
exactly. <laughs> and we'll I'm going to see, see the, we'll, we'll see what happens in uh, in May and June. We'll see who's. I'm going to see the affiliate of that team, the Henderson Silver Knights, at, tonight against the uh, Seattle Kraken affiliate, the um, the guys from Coachella Valley, and uh, an All Star game coming up. We're going to get into that too when we uh, do tomorrow's show, but. Um, yeah, that, you'll be making your way to San Jose again because <laughs> you just had yeah, so I know the, way. the last time we were there. <laughs> I know the way to San Jose. <laughs> and trust <Yes> me, <laughs> the song will be playing all the way there. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, that's coming up uh, just the uh, 5th of uh, February. So good to uh, to have that on the horizon to look at. Um, as we wait to uh, connect with the head coach from Georgia, we will uh, keep talking a little bit about um, – What's, a what's going a, on? A, a commenter says uh, no zero sympathy. Yes, uh, from yeah. a uh, suffering <laughs> Islander fan. Uh, <laughs> so there's no no sympathy. Oh, <laughs> suffering Islander fan. Oh goodness. Uh, and, and if and if you're a Toronto okay. Maple Leaf fan, I'm sure you really have no sympathy that the fact that the uh, current uh, defending champions have a few injuries right now and maybe are in a little bit of a scuffle. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, let's not wait any longer. Let's bring on the head coach from the University of Georgia, the Ice Dogs. John Camp, can I just call you Campy, John? That's what everybody else calls me in the hockey world. <laughs> How are you, Scott and Stephen, with you today? Um, before we even get digging into this thing, Coach, um, I want to hear about this trip to Savannah before you ever got to the ice rink because I saw stuff on social media. You're making friends with, with local deputy sheriffs or, or people <laughs> on the highway. You're doing all that good stuff, so just spread the Georgia love, right? Well, you know, you got to be prepared for anything. And, uh, you know, the bus breaking down was just kind of like, here we go. Let's just ride with it. And the crazy thing is we just had a buddy of mine in, uh, uh, Vinny, Coach Vinny um, Maltz. I don't know if you know Vinny, but he uh, he's a longtime uh, former hockey, uh, professional hockey player, uh, I think a sixth-round draft pick Vancouver. But, then he's been coming down here since I've been here and doing mindset training, you know, when we get back from winter break. And one of the things we talked about was just, you know, being, you know, riding that straight line when you run into issues and everything like that. So every player getting off the bus said, coach, we remember what coach Vinny said, let's just ride with it. <laughs> that is great advice, man. I think I'm going to continue to use that because my road's been a little bit that way as well. Uh, but anyway, uh, glad to have you on. Um, before we jump in and get more into this hockey thing, uh, 13-3-1, if I'm correct, on your season record right now. You guys are playing some outstanding hockey. Yeah, 13-3-1. Um, this, is, this has been a great year. We've got, uh, you know, it all starts with the leaders in the locker room. And I can tell you, culture-wise, I've had some really good teams here. But this one, this one here stands above them all. Um, you know, we're on the map now. We're getting players uh, wanting to come here and experience the Georgia hockey, help us expand hockey in the South. And, uh, you know, the record speaks for itself. And quite frankly, those three losses we had were so close. I mean, they, they could have gone either way. You unfortunately end up in the loss column. But, uh, no, it's it's we, we plan. We break the season in the quarters. We try to accomplish our goals each quarter. And right now we're on par, and we hope to keep it that way. All right, Stephen, the Vegas guy. Dig into him about Savannah and see what he thought. <laughs> yeah, so – you know, the, the Savannah Hockey Classic is something that, that's been going on. And this year, uh, it, it was at the uh, – maybe it's there are other years too, but I, know, I think that building is fairly new, that the Emirates Center, they're the home of the Ghost Pirates there. So what was it like playing there and in, in the weekend that you had down there in, in Savannah playing in, the, in that position? Oh, it was great. Yeah, it's the uh, Ghost Pirates Arena there. The, uh, I think the sponsor's end market. But they – we played there last year. This is our second year there after playing in the Civic Center, the old Civic Center for years. And um, we had very large crowds. Um, the players got to experience, you know, a professional setting. Um, they do a good job there. Obviously, they're a coast team for Vegas. Um, so, you know, they run it first class. Um, no, it's, it's we, we mark that on the calendar. I mean, that's the, that's the kickoff towards the playoff run is when we come back from winter break and then we've got Savannah sitting in front of us and, a lot, again, like I said, we break things in the quarters. We try to make sure that once we're closing off the fall semester, we know what we have to do when we go home, staying in its shape, working out, studying some of the systems, making sure that when we get back, we, we get back into a little mini camp 
that we're ready to go. And um, this year, it worked out it worked out well for us. We we came back with the cup, uh, the Ghost Pirates Cup is the new name of the uh, the trophy, and <laughs> it, it, it's just a great experience for the boys. And uh, you know, I'd be I'd be lying to you if I said the coaches. I mean, it's it's the setting. You get all the parents come in. You know, my parents came in. My sister came in. Um, it, it just brings back that that you know the the nature of hockey being that tight community and when you have all the family there and then you have all the georgia bulldog fans and that's the one area where football season's over we get their attention and um i saw more fans wearing red and doing the georgia chants and fight songs (laughs) um, than i ever have down there this year okay let me step into this too because it was success on the ice but i also saw your social media accounts of a couple of your players uh, going back out and, and presenting sticks. And I talked with uh, my co-host Paul Hornstein last night about uh, the stick thing and how expensive sticks are. And to watch you guys go out there and make a couple of young men and, and women uh, extremely happy by doing that. How does that all work out? And, and the guys are thrilled to do it. They look like they had as much fun as the kids getting the sticks. Uh, oh, they do. I mean, you know, typically, you know, they got a little wear on them. They're still good, but they – they volunteer to take the sticks out and they, you could see they were running down the hallway um, on that video that was out. And when they got down there, um, you can see the smiles on our guys' faces. I wish I could see the smiles on all the kids, but I can imagine if I was one of those little kids getting a, a nice twig from a Georgia hockey player, I'd be pretty thrilled make my day, make my week. Yeah, absolutely. I know Steven's probably got more questions on you, but I got to jump in one more time because Earlier this year, you had a chance to uh, meet my NCAA co-host, Paul Hornstein, on, uh, um, on the island. And, Up on uh, the island. Yeah, and we're talking about this, and I know Paul's listening, so I'm going to ask him to come on just for a minute because he wants to talk to you about some building stuff, and then Steve and I will get back to more of the hockey stuff because I know you got practice tonight too, but um, Paul's always interested in that stuff. You know that, John. He's all over you. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Scott, so, Scott, so we'll bring Scott, Paul is he, on. Scott, Scott, is he even interested in the building that's b- being built down south in Arizona for the another Arizona program? Is he even interested in that building? <laughs> <laughs> Not that one. Not that one. <laughs> Not that one. Every other building but that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, so if we, can get, if we can get Paul connected, we'll bring him on here and let you uh, – let him ask you a couple of questions, coach. But uh, before that happens, um, uh, I, I just wanted to ask you a question. You grew up on Long Island, didn't you? No, I, I lived there for uh, a bit of time. Uh, Did I lose coach? Yeah. Oh. Can you hear me? Okay. Hello? Yeah, I can hear you. Where? Okay. What city, John? I lived in Mount Sinai near, near Port Jeff, out, out in Suffolk County. And uh, – Oh, okay. Most all my okay. hockey took place at the rinks and hall park. Okay, Paul. <laughs> okay, Paul. Paul's here. He's got a question to ask you about that. Paul, join us. Well, <laughs> because this is what I do, coach, and you know this. <laughs> um, I, I'm trying to feed these guys information so that they can look good. And I know that's hard, but um, uh, you know the 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 <laughs> presumptive. 25, the 2025 number one draft pick uh, in the NHL draft. It's from the island. It's from the island. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I just, you know, like I said, I tried to feed these guys some information. So, like I said, they, so they can look good. But um, then I was asked, do you think, do you know anything? Have you had any encounters with the Hagens family when you were up here? Uh, we've, a lot of my players have, um, right. if you recall when we, when we were playing up there against Farmingdale, um, I think I can say this all. I think we had far more fans than they did. Yeah. Um, it was pretty loud. It's pretty loud. I was watching. Um, I've got my four, I've got four excellent hockey players from the Island, uh, three of them from Long Beach and, uh, one from Floral Park. And, uh, yeah, they, they, they brought, they brought the fans, but no, the heck of fact, that's, He's like right now they're watching him every step of the way rooting for him. I mean, it's like the Adam Fox story, you know, you know, um, and you know, 
it's funny because there's a lot of hockey being played here, and and maybe that'll and 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 you probably understand this better. That would finally cement Long Island as a hockey hotbed for talent, wouldn't it? Would it not? I mean, at least at the college level. I think it is. I think it is now. I mean, there's good quality hockey there, and you know, it's a style. You know, I specifically like players coming from Long Island. Um, they play fast. They play physical. That's the style that I like. Um, they've got good good coaches at the youth level uh, all the way up. So a lot of those skills that they need to learn early to really become a top-notch player, they're getting that there. And, you know, you see the hockey sense just bleeds out of these guys. Um, you know, we wish we could have more of them. <laughs> Coach, let me ask you this then, because I know Paul wanted to know about this too. How is the uh, progress on that big brand-new building going? It's actually going really well. It's right next to uh, the locker room here, and they just put the big, massive cross beams for the roof up. And uh, it, it it looks like it'll be on the roof pretty soon. And I think from the arenas I've been around and watched the construction, once they're on the roof, they really take off. So the we, we had a topping off ceremony a couple of weeks ago um, that they ran. Uh, they were very optimistic about July 1st being open. Um, I think they're going to be really confident. They've given us dates beginning in October that we could, we've been able to start scheduling. Um, so we're, we're, we're into that phase now. Um, but it's, it's taken off. I mean, it's, it's a beauty to see it standing there now. Do we have a Paul, final you got another one coach? For, for coach about the building? Do we have a final capacity on what you're going to have, be able to hold 5,500 for hockey. Wow. That's, that's bigger than most D1 schools. Yeah. Well, when we were playing uh, at the Classic Center mm -hmm. in basically a converted mega ballroom um, right. with our portable rink, we were doing 2,500 pre-COVID um, sellouts, you know, with 400 plus, almost 500 season ticket holders. So we're optimistic with where the team's at, the quality of the team. Um Continuing next year, I've got guys lined up um, that have been accepted. They're coming in here. They're coming, you know, right now we're getting mostly tier two guys coming out, tier two uh, juniors and some guys that were USHL and uh, didn't like the fact that it was becoming a job and wanted to go to a school where could have, you know, great academics, a good student life and uh, get the most out of the hockey career without losing the passion for it. Um, what's the, uh, early number on season tickets for when you move in there? Do you have any yet? I don't have that. I don't, you know, I don't have that. I don't know where, I know we're doing a big uh, event in a couple of weeks. Uh, we've got a couple, they put the rink outside for us. We're playing this weekend outdoors and then the following week outdoors. And they plan on doing a hard hat tour to entice uh, season ticket holders to get a little view of what's there. now it's, you know, at least on the, the compete, the concrete pad down low. Um, and, 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 and by the way, I, I, if, if anybody wants to, to go take a look, I saw some videos a few years ago of, of you guys putting that, you know, the, when you guys had the portable rink, mm -hmm. people should go look at that. Cause that was fascinating by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. you so get that long, on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. You go to YouTube and, and look for that. I don't know how long it took to put that, that rink up, to take it apart and stuff like, but, uh, very fascinating stuff. Yeah, we, it takes a couple of days. I mean, it's really the, the time-consuming parts getting the glycol pipes down. Right. Um, you know, they come in segments, and then um, they've got a tarp that goes down. All the lines are pre-painted, obviously, on the tarp. Um, but it's a, it's, a, it's a really good setup. I mean, it's the same company, Ice America, that does um, the Outdoor Winter Classic mm. for the NHL. Um. Uh, the, the other question I have for you, and I know you'll know this, others, you know, other schools, so to speak, but um, how much did uh, North, I, I saw that North Carolina publicly announced plans for a building. Yes. How much did they come to you um, before they, uh, you know, when they, when they were making their plans? Did they? At least a little bit. A little bit. I mean, you know, they have to make they have to make it they have to make it work financially. I mean, that's 
that's what we've had to work through. You know, it's not inexpensive to run a no. a, a, a hockey game for one night, even right. when you get done the security and you know the operational s- standpoint of it. You know, that's where we did a vision plan five years ago. We took it out three years with the understanding that this rink was up for vote to happen. Mm-hmm. And then we knew right off the bat, it's like we have to become important enough that they want to make us a prime tenant. And the only way that's going to happen is with ticket sales. And to get ticket sales, you have to have a good team. So as a lot of you know, I've, I've hit the recruiting trail nonstop. Yeah. Um, George is not an easy school to get into. Um, it's, it's, it's up to like a 4.0 now. So I literally have to beat the bushes. And thankfully, I've been in this business long enough that a lot of coaches like what we do here and they recommend their players. They can, they know they have that player that's got the good grades and he's, and he's a good, he's an excellent hockey player. Um, we're getting players from the prep schools. Um, you know, the guys that play triple a 18, U, go to prep school for a year or two. I'm getting those type of players. Now I'm getting guys coming out of the tier two uh, between the NAL and the NCDC. Um, and to the point now where we actually started a, a another team we have a d3 team here now wow that's that's crazy do, do i know that it's got to be in the back of some players minds but knowing that uh you guys have you know been able to step up the recruiting mm-hmm. that make, does that make your players play a little bit harder because there's nothing guaranteed oh yeah next year oh yeah i mean i had guys worried we just added a player um that fra- played at franklin pierce right um he came in uh, first. His first games were this last week, and I can tell you the during the month of November, leading up to the break, I I could I heard guys. It's like they were worried about their spot and that they needed to pick it up and practice, and they couldn't. You know, don't let Campy see you slacking off. You know, asking the advice of the some of the higher higher ranking guys uh, in stature, and um, you know, it, it, that's that's part of life, right? You know, yeah. competition brings out the best. And that's what we're seeing here right now. I've got guys that were a little disappointed that they sat in suits in Savannah, but they know they've got to work. When guys graduate, you have an opportunity to backfill. But again, you're still being evaluated. Like I tell them, you're being evaluated right now through practice. And Coach, good stuff. That's, uh, that's what we love to hear. I know Stephen wants to ask you a little more detail about the players, but before we get to that, let's talk about these upcoming games you got coming leading into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You talked about Savannah being a big step that way. Yeah. Yeah, we've got uh, two this weekend. We've got um, Clemson coming in. Uh, they're a D2 team, and we've got Alabama's D1 team coming in on Saturday. Um, so we've got five more games in the regular season. Obviously, they're all important for us. Um I think in the, the most recent AAU D1 rankings, um, I think we're number eight, uh, if I'm not, not incorrect there. Um, so every game is important. The following weekend, we've got two with Auburn who've uh, really improved their team. Um, they've been getting a lot of transfers from D3 NCAA. Um, they're coming in here for two. And then we go over to South Carolina, which is always a battle. Their barn is a tough one of the toughest barns I've ever had to bring a team into. Yeah, that sounds like you're setting yourself up for uh, for a really good playoff stretch. Um, for those that don't follow you as closely as we do, can you explain the uh, the three different national well, tournaments that you're in, the, the CHS playoffs and then the AAU uh, nationals and the SECHC tournament? Yeah, so f- first up is going to be the uh, College Hockey South D1. Um, so it's going to be a small tournament because there's only five five teams in, in the College Hockey South. That's going to be in Clarksville, Tennessee. So the top the top four teams, it'll be a four-team tour- four tournament in Clarksville. Um, that's a new barn. We haven't been uh, – we haven't played there yet, so it's going to be a, f- a new experience for us. And then – Nationals are going to be back in Westchester um, outside of Philadelphia at Ice Line once again. Um, all, all the different divisions within AAU are going to be there. So they're going to have uh, quite a few teams in, in town. But, you know, Ice Line's got those quad rinks and 
John Graves up there does a great job of making sure everything everything goes on time and works. And uh, after that, we we've had a lot of people asking and pushing as hockey's grown in the South, they want to see an SEC tournament. So this year, um, the College Hockey South Commissioner Kyle Nell uh, really went out of his way to make sure that we could make that a reality. So this year we're going to have uh, in Pelham, where Alabama plays, we're going to have a college um, tournament. It's going to be SEC schools. And we're hoping that over time it can grow to expand into now Texas as part of the SEC. We're actually going to go play Texas next year down in Austin, Texas. Um, you got Oklahoma. You got Arkansas, who was a pretty active member, uh, ran into travel issues trying to get to the other SEC schools, and they, they jumped up to the matcha. But Kentucky, um, you know, bringing those schools all together for a big tournament, true SEC tournament, it's fun for us, but it's also a great promotion of the brand. Each individual school plus the SEC. You know, we're it's a it's a football it's a football conference, but so many transplants have moved down here, or have been alumni from these schools that they're really the hockey programs are all taking off. Yeah, that's that's really good stuff, Stephen. You got something uh, that you can ask Coach about the uh, the roster right now because thirteen. 13- Three and one, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, I could do that. Uh, but let me follow up because we were talking about the, the ranking South Carolina, which you, you, they've got coming up in their schedule. They're number five, if I have that correct, in their, yep. in their rankings. And you guys are right now at number nine. So you guys are still have a chance to, to move up. But, yeah, just talk a little bit about your roster and, and some of the players that have impressed you this season and then just, you know, what we need to do uh, to get as a, as a group to, to have a strong rest of the season. Yeah, we really have a uh, – I run things unique. It's like, you know, everybody goes in hockey on hierarchy of, you know, lines one through four, right? Um, each line, you know, my first two lines are – can score at any moment, very interchangeable. Third line's right there. And my fourth line, if guys haven't done any video on us, they get surprised because my fourth line can shut down most first lines. And – uh I always get a kick out of it. I won't embarrass any other coaches, but, you know, they're the home team, and all of a sudden I see them, you know, get out there, get out there, and they're throwing their first line out there, and I'm like, okay, he fell for the bait. Um, <laughs> but we've got that that kind of <laughs> – well, that's the part, you know, that's the part I love. I always tell my father how much, you know, the strategy is the part of the game I love. I, I get disappointed when I get a coach that's not challenging me with line changes. Um, but getting back to the players, I mean, we've got – uh, Josh Maceros, he's actually a local, a local player from the Atlanta. He's on his wing, and then we just added Brian Bailey. You still there? Yeah, we're there. Yeah, I can oh. I can hear you now. You kind of went in and out, but I got you now. Okay. Yeah, Ryan Bell is the is the player we just picked up that uh, transferred in from Franklin Pierce. Um, was a D two NCAA school. Um, so we've got him. That's our you know first line right now, and then right behind that, I've got Declan Conway. Uh, he's one of the Long Beach players. He was again one of the top rated players uh, in his class coming out of the island and. Uh, on his wing, I've got another good player. He was a captain of St. John's. If you're familiar with the Massachusetts high school team, St. John's is a perennial powerhouse up there. Um, so I've got uh, Parente over there. He's he's really come on. Um, those guys are really clicking. And then our other Long, Long Island boy, um, Headquist, we've got him on the other wing. So we've got really strong opportunity there. And then our third line, we've got uh, – Again, grind. It's a it's a grind line, but they can score. You make a mistake, they're going to score on you. And then I've got my fourth line, uh, which I said is like really our shutdown line. And coach, you guys are young. Yeah, and we are young. And our D, our D's been with us. Uh, I still got another year, a couple of years with some of these guys. Um, 
my my pairs there i got i've got i've got minnesota boys i've got a couple of the local top atlanta talent uh on d uh with uh, jack jack yannon everybody in long island knows jack yannon so we got gannon back there with us and then in goal we've got testy um ryan testino and uh we've got a fifth year senior in nick newbold from uh born massachusetts so we've got a good one-two combo and uh the brother of uh, Truman Hagen, who's who's one of our top defensemen, his brother transferred in, who's a goalie. They played for Southwest Christian up in the uh, Minneapolis Burbs. He got injured this year, but we have him rolling into the rotation next year. And he's he's your typical prototype, six foot four, you know, one eighty pound goalie. Okay, that's great stuff on the ice. Now, tout these guys off the ice. You already talked about how strong and how difficult it is to get into Georgia, but how are these guys doing academically? Because I got a feeling they're doing pretty well. Well, that's something we're really proud of. Uh, last year, we had 19 academic all-conference. Um, so when you're rostering, you know, 25, 26 players to have that ratio uh, is pretty, is pretty, pretty good. You know, I see these guys study on the road. They've got a lot more discipline than I had in the day. Um, <laughs> Steve Benicky, uh, our equipment manager, him and I typically are the first ones down at a hotel in a, a raid game to get our, our coffee addiction taken care of. And uh, we always are amazed. We'll be down there 630. Players start coming down 7 o'clock, open up their laptops. A lot of them take the same classes, so they do little study groups together. They do the same thing on the bus. Uh, we break the bus up, you know, obviously coaches up front, interns. And then we have a quiet area. Um, and then the far back is, is the typical back of the bus on a hockey team. Lots of laughing, lots of goofing. Yeah. yeah that's that's where you'll dead. find Scott on most of the hockey buses at the back of the bus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up in the front there with the, with the coaches and stuff. Oh, come on now. My own <laughs> no, no, I, 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 I laugh some days because I'll, I'll look uh, over. Okay, at Benny, coach, I know you got to practice. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a little bit of a delay here. I think, uh, Go ahead, uh, Campy. I think you're going to. No, I was just going to say we get a kick out of it because I keep looking over at, at at Benny and I look back and I'm like, "What are they doing now?" It sounds like they're gambling back there, and it's like I'll go back. What are you guys doing? It's like, oh, it's this video gambling thing. So it seems like that's the <laughs> new thing in the vote. It's like I think we need to have an intervention here. Well, well the, <laughs> that's the thing that's so different probably now than maybe even just 15 years ago on these buses. Everyone would play like board games or maybe they would if you could i mean obviously buses move or cards or anything but now everybody can just be everybody can just be on their phones and joining online stuff or doing it's it's, it's a different time i'm sure uh, these kids they cracked me up they had they had a uh, 55 inch tv somehow they rigged it up i don't know how they did it it blocked the aisle but uh they they had they were doing video games they were watching movies um it cracked me up most of them were watching Slapshot for the first time which oh, was yeah. hilarious yeah, so that's the stuff that I still love. So, I mean, it, it takes me happens, back to yeah. what happens if somebody has to go to the bathroom? They have to climb over the TV. <laughs> well, I give them a forewarning. I better get that damn thing moved before I get back there. <laughs> so they got two minutes to get that thing moved. Hey, coach, coach, thanks so much for. <laughs> Coach, I know we got a little delay here, but uh, thanks for joining us. I'm going to let you go on this one because we all know your story and how you feel and how are you doing that battle against the big C word? Because, uh, man, you're an inspiration to all of us. No, I'm doing well. Um, I've got great uh, medical staff here. Um, that's the one good thing being associated with the University of Georgia. I've been directed to the best of the best here, and they've really done a good job taking care of me. I've had great support uh, from my family, my parents. Um, you know, it's, you know, we're humans, you know, we're blessed when we have strong support around us, great friends, you know, this team is so important to me. Um, when, when I had the rough days going through, you know, the radiation and just felt like sleeping all day, it was just, it's, it's the, the guys would call me up randomly and Hey coach, how's it going during the summer? And they don't know how, you know, they don't know how precious and thankful I am for that because, I couldn't wait till they got back here in, in August and we got the training camp because it was like literally the family was back together here, my hockey family. Awesome. And Good to hear. I've had great support uh -huh. from everybody, from everybody in the hockey world. 
from Minnesota to Long Island, Massachusetts, Texas, California. I mean, I've been really blessed that I've met so many wonderful people uh, in the hockey world. Um, I really have been. Coach, we appreciate your time. How's that four-legged uh, family member of yours doing? <laughs> the newest one. <laughs> mm. The newest oh, my one, wife's yeah. Sending, yeah, well, I've got the wife sending the pup off to uh, training this weekend. Ma Mama Camp basically said enough's enough. She needs training, so. <laughs> I, I obviously it. haven't Go been doing my job. Go take care of those job. guys on the ice. And... Yep. <laughs> Go I appreciate it, fellas. It's always great talking to you. Up with you again. Thanks, no, it's, al it's always great talking to you. Right. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yep, thank you. Okay. That Bye. is the uh, head coach from Georgia, John Camp, joining us. I know he's got a practice to run. We appreciate him taking some very precious time away during the middle of the season to uh, to visit with us. Stephen and I are going to be back in just a second to uh, wrap up another episode of the American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 Podcast. Looking to extend your hockey career at a high level? Then the University of Georgia could be the place for you. Ice Dogs Hockey is an NCAA-style experience and championship culture combined with classic rivalries, big-time athletics, and an elite academic institution. Go to UGAHockey.com to start your journey and see if you can continue to help build a limitless future ahead for University of Georgia Hockey. Play at the premier ACHA D1 men's program on the East Coast and prepare yourself for life and career at Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia. Sellout crowds, top competition, and championship aspirations await you on our picturesque campus with state-of-the-art facilities, gifted faculty, and over 700 programs of study to help you make an impact on and off the ice as well as your community training as a champion for Christ. Your faith in yourself and your beliefs are equally as strong. See if Liberty Hockey and Liberty University is right for you. Visit us at liberty.edu. Looking to continue building on a successful first season at the ACHA W1 level, Lake Superior State starts its second season in the CCWHA a season that included having three academic All-Americans. If this is the kind of tradition that you are interested in help building as a player or support off the ice, then visit us at womensd1lssuachahockey.com and see if the school rated Michigan's most affordable university is for you. Lake Superior State Women's Hockey, the small school advantage with the big hockey culture built in. New challenges, new level, same quest. Join us at the University of Mary for the 2023-24 hockey season as the two-time ACHA M2 champions bring that championship pedigree to the M1 level. Watch the Marauders take on rivals Minot State, Jamestown University, and national powers Missouri State, Illinois State, and Colorado State as they look to add to their hockey legacy. Head to GoYouMary.com to find out how you can support University of Mary Hockey. At some schools, winning the national championship is the goal. For Liberty's women's hockey program, it's the expectation. Winners of the last five national championships, Liberty women's hockey is the ACHA W1 standard. Be a part of the championship legacy on or off the ice with a first-class education, as well as serving your faith, community, and your game by visiting us at liberty.edu. If you are thinking of joining a growing power to continue playing high-level college hockey, then Lake Superior State's ACHA M2 program could be right for you. In just two seasons under head coach Steve Canisto, the Lakers M2 team continues its drive towards a national tournament bid, coming off the program's best season ever. 
For information about playing in this hockey-focused community, or if you're just interested in schedule and ticket information, visit our website at lssuachahockey.com. Looking for the big school college hockey experience in a small school setting? And Maryville University, located in St. Louis, Missouri, could be for you. Fielding five teams across all divisions of the ACHA since 2018 and playing just minutes from campus in the 1,000-plus seat Maryville University Hockey Center, the Saints enjoy a first-class athletic experience as they compete against ACHA powers like Ohio, Liberty, Minot State, and Illinois State. For more information about all things Maryville, visit maryville.edu. Experience the best of academics and athletics at Minot State University. At Minot State, we're not just a team. We're a family united by passion and determination. Achieve your academic goals while thriving in a supportive community. With a commitment to excellence both on and off the ice, we're shaping leaders with an 11 to 1 student-faculty ratio, over 1,200 scholarships awarded annually, and in-state tuition for all students. Experience education that goes beyond textbooks, propelling you towards a brighter future. Join Minot State University and be part of a legacy of success. Discover your potential at Minot State. Learn more at MinotStateU.edu. Minot State University. Be seen. Be heard. Be you. Women's hockey is one of the fastest growing sports in the country and at Maryville University in St. Louis, having two ACHA women's teams allows young women to continue to play top-level hockey. Maryville Women's Hockey aligns with the university's core values to provide opportunities for growth as a player as well as the sport. The Maryville University Hockey Center is the place to get a first-class hockey experience and is just minutes from campus. For more information on Maryville Women's Hockey, go online to MaryvilleSaints.com. When you put on that Central Oklahoma Broncos jersey, you represent a championship culture on the ice and in the classroom. Two-time ACHA M1 National Champions, four-time WCHL Champions, and named a Best in the West College by U.S. News and World Report, UCO hits all of the benchmarks for an elite college hockey experience. Our Edmond, Oklahoma campus, which is just minutes from downtown Oklahoma City, has over 100 areas of study and over 200 student organizations to help you find your fit. Whether it's our stunning 210-acre campus or our NCAA-level hockey environment, go to uco.edu or ucohockey.com and see if Oklahoma's Metropolitan University is for you. As a premier ACHA M1 university, UNLV offers a unique chance to play college hockey. Experience a pro setting in Hockey Mad Las Vegas while you earn your degree in any of our over 300 majors in one of the world's destination cities. If this sounds right for you, then visit us at rebelhockey.com to get your future started today. Welcome back to another segment of ITHSW Podcast's American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 Podcast. Indeed it is, the American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 Podcast. Scott Strandy with you tonight in Temecula, California. My co-host is always Stephen Marsh from Las Vegas, Nevada. Our special guest jumping in tonight, uh, Paul Hornstein on Long Island, New York, from the big, beautiful palatial estate. And uh, Stephen, I, I know we don't have much time because i got to get on the road here, but uh, every time we is have helicopter John there yet? <laughs> every time we have John Campy Camp on with us, uh, man, I always learn so much more. I feel so much smarter after Coach is on with us. So, what did you learn from Coach tonight? Well, and that's a low bar there, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, you know what I learned is that, and th- and this is important for you to understand. And I know he's got a Minnesota connection too. But not all hockey roads lead through lead to Minnesota. It seems like some do come out of Long they Island don't. as well. 
Yeah, they don't. Oh, oh, goodness. Uh, wow. That one stunned me, guys. I just kind of took me back. I thought everything went through the state of hockey. I'm done. I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> Paul, before you leave, you got to tell us your thoughts on getting a chance to uh, get your questions in with Coach because uh, you've had him, uh, met him in person, yeah, spent some time coach. with him on the island. Um, your thoughts uh, real quick. Um, love, the, love everything they're doing there. It is a um, – you know, we've we've used the term roadmap before. Well, people, get it done. Let's go. You, you want to be successful in 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 in, in college hockey. You, you're not going to get much more successful than they are at Georgia. Let's go. And next Paul, time, get the coach. It is an SEC college hockey tournament foreshadowing to something bigger and better down the road. Because I just Let's got goosebumps so. when he said that. Let's hope so. I got Let's hope so. Let's hope so. <laughs> And, Thanks for and joining it, us and is it on true, your night and is it true, And is it true, Paul, that you are the official building aficionado of of, of Ice Time Hockey West here? Yes. <laughs> Even <laughs> are you even as interested as the as the building that's being built down south in Arizona? That's uh... we, we we don't talk about that. <laughs> the number one rule of Fight Club is we don't talk about Fight Club. <laughs> so every other Good building job. you're interested in, except for for what's happening there. Okay. We don't talk about Fight Club. <laughs> nice you can also complete the fifth Paul. too that I is your amendment it. right you complete the fifth as well <laughs> good night <laughs> all right um steven just your thoughts real quickly on uh, john camp before we uh before we disappear here oh disappear that's what you should just do you should just disappear and then reappear right at uh right I'd at like that. arena <laughs> i like we that need, i've got 91 miles to go <laughs> anyway uh while your helicopter still arrives um <laughs> let me uh I didn't realize the the cancer thing. That was I I I mean I had known about him and I just I, I just didn't come up either I had seen that and just had forgotten about that that he's that he's battling cancer right now and well you'd never know it from him because he would never no. tell you. That's no. why I asked. No, I'm glad That's yeah I'm glad, asked. glad you asked that and that you you were actually so that you're 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 not as uh, not as uh, dumb as you may appear. Oh, <laughs> <You're>, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, I, I he's a great. I think he's a great ambassador for for hockey at this level, and you know we're talking even just group college hockey in general. That, um, and obviously, I think it would be exciting to see what the future holds for that area, and as it continues to grow, he says that a lot of people have kind of latched on and have kind of adopted, and started following hockey a little bit more. Uh, obviously, football is huge in that part of the country, but um, you know, but. You know, this year it was a it was not a SEC team that won the football championship. So maybe you know, maybe the the ties can. No, don't, let's not use ties. Oh, nice Crimson way ties. to go. Let's not let's not use ties because we're talking. Then we talk about Alabama. <laughs> Hopefully, the uh, maybe the shift can begin uh, going to uh, hockey being the the sport of that area instead of maybe football. Who knows? Although with everything happening elsewhere, <laughs> you, you never know. But uh, it would be great. It would be cool to see a a conference in the NCAA level that would be for uh, those schools SEC or, or ACC or whatever those schools are you know those conferences are now in those in those part of the country so uh, we'll see uh, soon maybe we have to call the show or have to call go from ice time hockey west to ice time hockey America I don't know because it seems like you <laughs> <laughs> focused on so much in the growth of hockey in the west and now we're seeing the growth of hockey in the south so uh, we could go back to southwest although that wouldn't that wouldn't you could call it south and no. west I mean I don't know no, <laughs> no we're good you we're talking about the south the and the west no, I'm talking about the name of the company. I'm not talking about the name of the show. No, we're not going to rename the company. No, we're going to stay west of the Mississippi for the most part. Yes, but uh, but it is great to see that uh, that things are going well out there in that part of the country. Okay, I got to I, I got to catch a helicopter. Um, take it away. <laughs> okay, um, from the NCHC.TV studios, this is the American Collegiate Hockey Top Twenty podcast presented by IceTimeHockeyWest.com. Liberty University, bring your faith in your game to the premier ACHA M1 program on the East Coast. See us at liberty.edu, Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com. With three Valley locations and across the country at BehindTheMask.com, we keep you supplied with all of the gear you need all season long. University of Central Oklahoma, first-class experience on and off the ice. For more information, go to uco.edu or ucohockey.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, lunch, catering, dining in or out, we're just getting our award-winning barbecue sauce. We're at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. 
UNLV Hockey, follow the Skating Rebels Championship Quest. For schedule and ticket information, go to rebelhockey.com. FedEx, ship, manage, track, deliver, the official delivery company of Ice Time Hockey West. Adrian College, championship hockey culture and a nationally rated small private school education at adrianbulldogs.com. Maryville Women's Hockey, go to maryvillesaints.com for schedule and ticket information. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos with Caesars Rewards. Members can enjoy rates as low as $10 a room. University of Arizona Hockey. Visit ArizonaWildcatHockey.org and become part of one of the West's most historic hockey programs. Jets Pizza. Lunch, dinner, and catering as well at JetsPizza.com. University of Mary. New league, new level. Same goal. Visit us at GoYouMary.com. The Tag Creative Group. Have us create that one-of-a-kind gift for you or someone special. Go to redbubble.com and search T. Grand Rudd. Oklahoma University Hockey, the action you crave only faster at ouhockey.net. The American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 Podcast is a part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network and is live every week on the Podbean app and is available on your favorite podcast platform at ITHSW Podcast, all one word. Again, search ITHSW Podcast, all one word. Subscribe, rate, and review any of our podcasts to help others find the show. Very well done, my friend. We'll say a big thank you to the head coach from the University of Georgia, John Camp, for joining us tonight. Also, thank you for Paul Hornstein to jumping in and, and asking some vital questions from the island. And, uh, of course, about buildings. He's got to talk about buildings. Stephen, thanks for everything. We will uh, talk to you tomorrow when we do the Pro Hockey West, the Pro Hockey West report. Return sure uh, tomorrow. Make sure you have your uh, your Dan Bosma bobblehead there as you take your helicopter to Africa. Oh, I'll have it ready. I'll have it ready. No <laughs> doubt. All right. Thanks. We'll say goodnight, right. little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers, De Niro. Good night, everybody. Have a good evening, everybody.